Hello, everybody, and welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury, and thank you so much for joining us today and making TeacherCast your home for professional development. This is TeacherCast podcast episode number 207. Today, we're going to be talking about the first LEGO League Discovery Edition, a brand new program for our youngest of learners, our pre-K, our four, five, six-year-olds, and how we are now bringing our classroom together with STEM education to teach our youngest how to really get creative and collaborate in the classroom and maybe do it in competition. We're going to learn all about that today. I've got a great guest. But before we get into our interview today, happy International Podcast Day. I want to say thank you guys for checking out this show and remind you guys that there are several hundred educators out there creating educational podcasts for you guys. And I want to share with you guys a fantastic place to find that. If you guys head on over to www.educationalpodcastdirectory.com, we now have more than 140 educational podcasters on there all showing off what they're doing, all showing off what they're loving. And if you're looking for a great podcast as you guys are going to work this week, check out the Educational Podcast Directory. We've created a nice little resource just for you guys to help you find some amazing educational podcasts. I want to bring on our guest today. She is not only from Lego Education, but she is doing some amazing things to help bridge the gap between STEM education and the pre-K classroom. I want to bring on our guest Miss Alicia McIntyre, and she's going to be talking to us about First Lego League Discovery Edition. Alicia, thank you so much for your time today. I am excited to learn about the great new things that are happening at Lego Education. Talk to us a little bit about what's going on in Lego Education today. I hear that you guys are launching a brand new adventure for our youngest of learners. Yeah, so we're really excited because we've launched for the first time this year, First Lego League Junior Discovery. It's a STEM program for kids ages four to six years old. And it's the first time that we're going into this age range together with FIRST. So of course, Lego Education, we have a long history of being in preschool. I think Lego in general is a company. We have a long history of being in preschool with Duplo. Uh, but this is the first time we're putting it together with a STEM program and an outreach program that's geared towards inspiring kids and changing the way them and their family and their communities look at, at STEM. That's pretty awesome news, especially being the parent of almost six-year-old triplets, that Lego education is bringing STEM to not only our youngest learners, but really getting into that pre-K classroom and helping us create a love for all things building and creativity at such an early age. Yes. So we are pre-K to 18 years old now, which is really exciting. So on, on one hand, we're hoping we can catch kids when they're young. And, and again, when you're, when you're bringing a four or five-year-old into this program, you're also getting their parents, right? And, and, and their community or their caregivers, their teachers um, around them. So we're looking, we're really excited about capturing them at this young age and showing them what's possible. So I want to pick up on something that you had just mentioned, which is parent interactivity. I know for my wife and I, we like to sit down and play Lego with our kids. Talk to us a little bit about how parents can stay involved in the learning and really create an environment at home that is fostering STEM education and a lifelong learning for being creative. Well, this is actually one of the parts I'm most excited about with this, um, this new program is how we're bringing the parents in to the program for the first time in a in a really directed sort of way. Of course, the kids are doing you know, this hands-on program where they're gonna get a real world challenge and then they work together in teams to solve that challenge um, and they build their ideas out of, out of the Lego sets, but they're also doing lots of other, you know, discovering about it and talking about it. So 
this year's theme is about architecture. So they're actually looking at their communities and then they're gonna um, create a community that, that serves the need of all the people in their community. So making it accessible and making things strong and, and seeing you know other things that their community. Needs. So they're working on that in progression and, and they're building with Lego along the way. And at the end, they have a great celebration event with the teams uh, to honor the work that they've done. But we didn't want just the parents to, you know, just come to the event at the end. And a lot of times that's in school hours when parents have to work anyway, so it's hard to come. So we said, let's support the parents at home. And, you know, I know your kids are building with Lego. And of course, my son builds with Lego a ton. But um, a lot of parents, for various reasons, don't do that with their kids. And, you know, oftentimes, a lot of times it's because they're working till really late and, um it's hard for them to, to find the time and the tools to be able to do something hands-on with their kids, you know, on eye to eye level. So we got together with the Lego Foundation um, and we decided to create a box uh, called Discover More, which is two sets of six bricks, six different colors, bricks that goes home with each kid around the world who participates in this program. And when we send it home, hopefully the school sends home a letter that we've created for them with a few different activities in it that are hands-on. We guide the parents. I mean, it's real easy on what to do with the kids. They get to build something with them, create with them, related to the theme, so they can have, you know, they can hear more about what the kid is doing and get hands-on with them in these easy activities. Um, and it's it's really exciting because um, a lot of different educational organizations are trying to find ways to reach parents and help them be engaged with their kids, right? Every parent wants to be engaged with their kid. Um, it's just, they don't always have the tools to do it. So we have the power of Lego, <laughs> I would say behind it, right? We can send, we can create boxes of bricks and send it out to the parents. We've got the research from the Lego foundation with it, uh, together with first, you know, as a nonprofit out there. So we are, uh, we're rolling this out globally. And so far we have really exciting feedback from it. You know, it's great that Lego Education not only has the classroom in mind, but everybody at home and this full support group of our students when they're learning STEM education and creativity. Now, in our summer edition of our podcast, we brought Lego on and we talked a lot about the Lego League and Lego League Junior as being competition-based events. Are we putting our pre-K students into a team competition? How does this whole thing work? So yes, we're putting them in team and we hear from teachers so far that this is the hardest part of the program. Um, <laughs> so, um, but, you know, through the first programs, we feel that this is something really special that they get um, through these programs that's different than just, um, and I don't want, sorry to use the word just, but doing a normal uh, classroom activity. So they're in groups of three to four kids. Uh, the older ones tend to go more towards four, the younger ones more towards three. Um, and we've put in some sort of tricks around it to, to really have them working as a team. So we have a mat that they're building on, which sort of collects the kids around the mat. Um, the way the activities are based um, for the teachers to run are based around a team doing something. And yes, in the first few sessions, it's um, difficult and the teachers are commenting back to us like you guys are crazy there's no way this is going to happen <laughs> and we are luckily but what but what, um but they but they're amazing um the teachers because they, they stick through it and 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 what's happening is that they're seeing that slowly slowly it's building up and so 
what the, by the end, they see the kids really communicating with each other. You know, last year was about space. So you would see one kid asking the other, oh, did you put the moon rover over there? And the other one will say, no, but because I need to connect the gears to, you know, make <laughs> this or that work or whatever. So it's really exciting to hear the language they're using and the way that they're talking to each other and communicating with each other. And teamwork at that age looks very different than it does for the kids in FLL, right? In first Lego league, sorry, at the older years. Um, but it is the beginning of working on a project together and iterating with each other and uh, coming up with ideas and failing uh, together. And you can already, um, and trying again, and you can already see that happening at this age, which is, which is really neat. You know, I bet that if anybody is going to take on the task of putting five and six-year-olds into a team, they're probably going to need a little bit of support. Could you talk to us a little bit about any professional development or training that goes in when somebody wants to put together a program? You know, they just need to, to be motivated <laughs> and that's it. So um, we, we also heard a lot that, you know, um, teachers or adults in general, I mean, different organizations and centers are being asked to bring STEM programs to young kids now mm -hmm. in a lot of places, um, but there's no real support for them to be able to do that. So that was when we started creating this, first and foremost in our mind was how do we walk a teacher or an organizer, an adult through this, um, you know, handhold them through so they can, because the, the adult needs to feel confident just as much as the kid needs to feel confident, right? So we created this uh, team meeting guide and it walks the teacher through 10 sessions uh, with the kids. Um, and, you know, it's a, like a page, page and a half for each session. So hopefully it's not overdone, but just guides them through the steps. If you have one hour with the kids, here's what you do with them and then, you know, calling out what the outcomes should have been from each session. And so far from, you know, our pilot year, what we heard is that the adults loved it. Um, mm -hmm. And then uh, because a lot of them, of course, don't don't have a background in, in early childhood STEM. <laughs> I think that's still a pretty uh, niche uh, area, um, but they um, but they got it. They were able to understand right away. And then, of course, they play with the materials as they see fit. Right. Because they're all, all of these teachers are super um you know, super, they, they know their kids, sorry, much better than we do. So they'll, they'll go off on their own. So we've provided that, that framework for them to go with. You know, it's really great to see that there's a lot of support coming from the Lego education team, especially on helping parents and teachers who are interested yet don't quite have that background. I know with all the Lego education products, not only do they come with the Lego brick, but they also have a curriculum and curriculum guides that are in the boxes as well to help out and really guide some of the activities that's extremely extremely helpful. Now, talk to us a little bit about how everything is structured. We know that this is going to be a team, and we know that with LEGO uh, League Junior and LEGO League, there is a season. So, um, in terms of a season, there is, uh, we're still going by a school year in general, um, and, and so the theme is changing every year, just like with the older kids. Um, so, this year is about architecture, last year was about space. Um, they are going through sessions and there is an endpoint. So we're calling it a celebration event mm. and that's hopefully happening within the classroom or within the school. Um, and it's not just celebrating what they're building. We're also giving them a special challenge at that event that ho hopefully they've built up to until then. So they've learned the different skills and, and they've learned to use the different Lego parts and they're building up towards it. And then we give them a special challenge at the end that they get to, to show off and they get to do um, connecting with another team usually actually. So um, 
what makes a first program again different from putting um, you know Lego education in the classroom is you know a that teamwork and b that iteration over and over again on a continued theme and then the third would be uh, some sort of an event to to honor the kids and have them celebrate in, in what they've done. That's pretty awesome. I know with our triplets here, we're always asking them to talk about what they're building, not just why, but go beyond the colors and the shapes and, and you know, talk to us a little bit about what the reason is here. Now, I got to ask you, because when we think of STEM education, we might have this idea of things that are pretty advanced. Could you talk to us a little bit about what exactly are we teaching our pre-K kids when it comes to some of these STEM conversations and STEM topics? We actually brought together an advisory board uh, to work with us on just that question um, for this particular program. Um, so we, we brought in some researchers and some people from, from policy um, and other nonprofits to, to guide us in this. And so. Research shows that when kids uh, of this age have hands-on, playful STEM experiences, what they're actually building are their habits of learning, hmm. which is directly connected to STEM, right? So it's not that they're learning exactly how the gear works or how the ramp works, I mean, which I hope that they learn through it, um, but that they are building these habits that are going to help them be confident in the rest of their learning. So the iteration part of it, learning to ask questions. So not just that you would be asking them, how did you build it? But they would be able to ask and understand, you know, how, how things are built as well. Perseverance, right? I know that's talked a lot about now as well as can kids persevere. So when they're building something and it's not working, you know, what do they do? We have this, again, fantastic video um, that we secretly took of a kid who was working on his model when we were testing this. And I don't think this kid had ever used Lego at home before, but he was trying to put three Duplo bricks together to build something, and he could not figure out how they went together. So you see him working, 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 and he kind of looks up at the teacher at some point. She was busy, so he keeps going and going, and it's not working. And, of course, we weren't helping him because we were secretly videoing him. But at the end of it, he figured out, put it together, and then just kept going on, you know, and it's those kind of things that are going to make that kid successful right in the future is being able to, to keep trying to figure it out. So um, it's those habits of learning that we're really talking about with this younger program. And of course that goes up into the other programs as well, right? Into FLLF, into first Lego league and first Lego league junior as well. Um, but it's really, you know, specifically important to this, to this age as well. You know, as a teacher, I love sitting back, as you just said, and watching students go from the unknown to curiosity, to really mastering a skill, whether that be at home or even in our classrooms. As you guys have rolled these programs out over the last couple of years, can you think of any story that really strikes you that really motivates some of the decisions that are being made as you create different programs and as you evolve First Lego League and First Lego League Junior and this brand new program? Yeah, sure. Um... We have so many. <laughs> um, we uh, and just to say, we went out um, with a pilot last season, and we thought we would. And we, we did it together with the Lego Foundation, and we thought we just test in a few page in a sorry a few places, and we ended up with over a thousand teams uh, in wow. about twenty countries around the world. Um, so it's my. I mean, I'm talking from Egypt to Mexico to the Netherlands to the UK. You know, in the US, everywhere. Um, I think. Um, we have some really great success stories coming out of the UK. Um, we're actually, we had a university, the University of Sheffield uh, working with us to sort of uh, monitor, to evaluate what was happening there. 
And I think some of the most exciting things that were coming out were the teachers and the head teachers coming out and saying that they, that through the program, they learned how to do hands-on playful learning with their kids. And now they were more confident to go and repeat that again. So, yeah, and I guess, you know, of course, uh, we watched the kids do amazing things and we, the parents were so proud of them. So sorry not to answer your question directly, but I think it's not just them, right? It's about, um, and this is the bigger, you know, the bigger mission, right? But how do we change education <laughs> and to, to be more playful and to be more hands-on? So uh, we think that something like Discovery is going gonna, is gonna to help do that. And all indicators are showing that. So that's really exciting for us to hear that from the teachers and from the, and from the yeah, the, the school administrators, the ones that have to buy into this in, in the first place. Alicia, that's such a great story. Thank you so much for sharing. You know, as we wrap up here, I have to ask if I'm a parent or a student or if I'm a teacher looking to bring something like this to my school district, where do I get started and how can I make this successful in my first year? Right. So um, if you're if you're a teacher or administrator, um, the registration is done through first um, in the in the U.S. Um, and again, uh, if if somebody's listening to this who isn't from the U.S., it's done through the, their local first partner, but they can go through first in the U.S. to find that. Um, and then um, as a parent, it's really about approaching the, the school or the teacher and uh, trying to, to bring them on board to do this because uh, because of the age group and because we want them working in teams, we're really looking at classroom school organizational implementation and not just um a parent and a, and, a, and a few kids doing it because we want the teams to be able to meet with other teams as well. Um, so again, I, I think that, you know, going to firstinspires.org slash discovery is where you can, you know, anybody can find the information and figure out how to connect. I, I you know, and, and I, I believe we have some support material there now as well for parents to help them because, um, it can sound again, a little bit scary to say, Oh, there's this great, you know, great Lego hands-on STEM program, but, We've actually made it so it should be plug and play. When somebody registers, you get the guide. It tells you what to do. You have the box of Lego you get with it as well. And, and we actually have engineering notebooks for the kids um, to use and record their ideas. And so it really just, it should be just bring it into the classroom, run with it and see what happens from there. Well, Alicia, I want to say thank you so much for bringing this new program on to TeacherCast. I'm looking forward to it, and it's certainly something that we're going to be looking into it, not only as teachers, but as parents of amazing pre-K learners. So thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Thank you. And again, we want to say thank you so much for Lego Education for helping us and creating this great show. More information on this topic, of course, can be found over on our website, teachercast.net. Just do a search for Lego Education. Or if you want to visit them directly, education.lego.com. And you can find them on Twitter at Lego underscore education. I hope you guys have had a great start to the school year. I've been having a good time as a broadcast journalism teacher, and I'm looking forward to a great time. I want to say one more time, as we did at the start of the show, happy International Podcast Day. I hope you guys have a chance to subscribe to this and all the shows over on TeacherCast and take advantage of some of the great things that we have coming up on our network. If you're an instructional technology coach, we have our Ask the Tech Coach podcast that comes out every single Monday. And if you're looking to bring 
audio and video into your classroom. We have our podcast called Educational Podcasting today, which is to help you guys create some amazing educational podcasts with your students. Check that out today over at podcastingwithstudents.com. So on behalf of Alicia Lego Education and everybody here in the TeacherCast Educational Network, my name is Jeff Bradbury, reminding you to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students.